Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. And we're back with another one. Right. Go ahead. No, I'm good. No, 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 you got this. No, I don't. No, you don't have it, but you do. But I don't. Well, you're talking crap. No, I'm not. Now do it. (laughs) I'm leaving this in there. I I don't got it. Better not get my face. Okay, you better do it. I'm not doing it. You are doing it. I'm not doing it. This is going to be the most boring podcast that you ever listen to. If you're listening to it right now, turn it off. Just turn it off. If you don't turn it off, it's Cody's fault. Cody, bring us in, would you? Oh, welcome back to another beautiful sunset-filled evening in California. In the little, another recording of the Born and Raised Audio Experience, brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Um, man, just another blessed day, I would say. Would you not agree, fellas? 100% blessed day. Yeah. So let me set the scene for you. We're on a river. We drifted. We we're turkey hunting on a river in our drift boats, and put in yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, we should probably fill them back with. I mean, if you guys caught the last segment on Trent got Trent's his trailer fixed, trailer debacles, kind of rough. Uh, things went rough, but every yeah, everything you do is kind of a journey, right? So everything got worked out. Yeah, it put us a half a day behind, but at the same time, we saw some country that will never go again, too. So Not that true. was cool. I'll hunt the heck out of that. So, I mean, that was cool. So we, we, we checked that off on the uh, on the to-do list. So, But yeah, no, Steve was awesome. Uh, what was it? Trailer and something or other in California? Yep. Yeah, the town's name Trailer Center. Yeah. That's what it was. It was awesome. It was awesome. Steve's awesome. Great dude. Uh, anyway, got it all fixed up, came out here, put the boat in the water, went down the river. I'm just going to give you the, just the blow by blow, Bahamut Ali style, and got to the riverbank, parked the boat, said, this looks good, went up there, and 45 minutes later, shot one. Strand, is, am I leaving anything else? 45 minutes an hour might be the largest Jake ever shot. Oh, it's, it's a giant. Bearded. It's a giant. If it didn't have triple beers, I would never have shot something like that. But <laughs> it was just like, I looked at it. I mean, I, I sized it up. And Strand said, if it comes back in that opening, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just released Harry Carey on that thing. <laughs> you put the red dot to work. Oh, man. And that, that's another thing I think that is due to mention as far as the red dot thing. It's so cool because you're not looking down a rail, so it's not like you have, this is going to sound weird how I'm going to describe this, but it's not like you have the bottom of your sight to where you can't see what's there. You're covering them. Yeah. Correct. It's like a red dot to where you want to hit, and you can see the bottom of the turkey. You can see the top of him. You can see all the way around him, and Strand just said, aim low, which I'm still wondering about why you said that. Why? Yeah. So my, my concern was at that, that range, which is a little farther than normal, but we're, we're shooting pretty good shells. I, I thought, well, the pattern might open up a little more. So I want to give you a little more, little more field to Oh, to field of view. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. What red dot is that, Strand? Uh, that's a SIG. That's a Romeo, Romeo Zero. Romeo Zero, I yep. think. Yep. Yeah. You were shooting three and a half inch heavy shot. 
live the dream. Yeah. Yeah. It was like number five. Number five. Yeah. Yeah. And it just absolutely, I mean, it just dropped. Waylaid that thing. Dropped and flopped. And um, 57 yards. 57 yards. Yeah. yeah. And I, I yeah, I, I just, yeah, if Strand went and said shoot, I would not have shot, but he said pull the trigger. So I felt confident. Yeah. That's no. awesome. I mean, it was awesome. So we were on the board. That put us on the board yesterday. Um, and then we got on more turkeys actually as we were hiking around. Yeah. It's neat here. So where we're at, kind of just kind of lay it out for you. It's like, it's off the river, but it's uh, some flat lands, and we just kind of hike around. It's not a ton of acreage, though. River bottom turkeys. Yeah, river it's, bottom. It's surrounded by private, little slivers of public, and uh, I mean, it's as flat as a pancake. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. yeah. No, it's it's really neat. We, uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things. You just got to look at a map, figure it out, go for it, and it's been there's been a lot of turkeys at yeah. too mu- and too many at times. They've but been a little tight lip too, though. Well, they are, re- they are hend up big time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know much about turkeys, but as far as just like the location that we're at, it's just honestly research. And this podcast is sponsored by Onyx Max, and I will say, we have been using it like it's our job all day long. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's unbelievable because you have to know exactly what land piece you're on. You have to know exactly where you're at at all times and um well just to give you an idea of how much we use it strand and i's phone went dead today we don't have any charging banks cody's phone was at like 30 percent and we motored we motored for an hour and a half in the drift boat to go back to the truck to go get charging banks to so we can actually hunt legally for the rest of the hunt so i mean that kind of goes to show yeah you kind of need to know where you're at and not just when we're here, but like for Eric and Cody, how much prep work did you guys put in looking at Onyx to really dial in this area, figure out where we're going to go, and what did you guys do there? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. We're trying to figure out boat ramps and, you know, put-ins and takeouts and access and all the rules that come along with it. So uh, hunting a different state always is a, a new set of challenges because they have several rules that are a lot different than what we have at home. For sure. Yeah, one thing, California's a non-toxic state, so no lead shot, um, which is all right. I mean, we're shooting you know, heavy shot or TSS, or, but, you know, you can't use the traditional lead, so that's another one. But on the mapping side of it, yeah, you're looking, like here, what I've been doing nonstop, it's like, okay, there's kind of that open strut zone. Here's the shaded timber stuff. This is where I think in the afternoon these birds... You know, once it, it got hot today, <laughs> like, Super hot. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it, you know, every day, every year, the first like day that it breaks 80, I remember, you know, back home, it feels like it's 105. Well, it was 82 here today. So it was like 107, I think. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it, that's what 82? it felt like. 82. Yeah. yeah. That's what Tyler was looking on the weather. So oh, man. Uh, it was rough. It was, it was <laughs> warm. <laughs> it was really hard. I've been but using there's the, good news. I've been tomorrow. using the, the maps a lot to try to find these roads because the roads, the turkeys are super cute in on. Yep. That's their travel corridor. And there's lots of good terrain around the roads, and they'll go off the roads, but that's like, that is how they're going from point A to point B. Yeah. We have seen turkeys actually come down to the river, <laughs> drink out of the river. Get in the on. river. So, so here's another different thing for California, which was shocking to me. You have to quit hunting. You cannot hunt past 5 o'clock. So there's a lot of daylight left, obviously, after 5, which... I was thinking when, you know, when we first came down, I was like, that is a bunk deal. That's weird. 
but I can see why. Because you could actually hunt these things all day long, almost into extinction, uh, possibly, I don't know. But you know what I mean? And it's awesome for us because it gives us some fishing time <laughs> as well. So then definitely hitting the water pretty hard with the lures. But, um, but it's crazy. So after 5 o'clock, we come and we have just a little spot on the bank where we're camping. And you look across the river and there's turkeys actually coming down to the river, drinking out of the river, strutting on the gravel bar. I still like, gosh, to kill one strutting on a gravel bar in the cool. sand, like on video, that would be awesome. Be really cool. I think we can do it. We were also a little, a little tardy this morning getting out of. Getting yeah, it was I mean, dark is dark. <laughs> yeah, were we though? No, I mean, were we? My alarm went off at five. We oh, were. I meant like I think tomorrow we'll probably get up earlier. We'll get up at four. I'm at yeah four o'clock tomorrow. What? Where are we going? We want to try and get into our location in the dark so they don't see us. 10-4. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's early. It just, it just gets earlier as the spring goes on. Is, is yeah. that what happens? By is the that... end of May, you're getting up at 2.30. Oh, yeah, that's, dear Lord. Yeah, when I was meeting Matt Elliott when we were hunting last year, meeting, it was an hour and a half drive, and I was getting up 1.45 to 2 a.m. Yeah. to get down there and meet him because it was like shooting light at 5. I mean, I don't know. It was 5-something, it yeah. seemed like. Wow. Yeah. It's early. And we kill most of our elk between 10 and 1 in the afternoon. I'm just saying that right now. Just throwing it out there. Are you comparing elk to turkeys? Nope. I, I was just I throwing think it out I, there. Did you, did, <laughs> am I the only one that picked up on that? that he what was I was comparing it to is <laughs> our elk hunting, we get to sleep in a little bit. Okay. But, to kill, but to kill a 14-pound bird, we got to get up at 2 a.m. <laughs> That's what I was comparing it to. And Trent's the only one who's killed him so far, which I still... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say this out loud right now. Is Strand has... A, I, I think it's honestly like me this last elk season. I'm like, I just... I love to go elk hunting and I love to call and I love to just be there with other people. And I think Strand kind of feels the same way. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's like, it's the experience, right? It's I, the, I, I just love calling them. Right? Yeah. Super you fun. love, love to call them. Don't get me wrong. I like shooting them too, but I, it's, it's the experience of calling them and just trying to figure out what trips are triggered and what gets them going. Yeah. So, but those, th those birds today, I mean, they were gobbling really good, but yeah. it wasn't until I actually stopped calling and just played silent, the silent game. When you shut up when they came. It I, was. I shut up yep. for about 15 minutes and they went nuts. And they just yeah. started just coming in, but they would sit there and gobble a lot, but they wouldn't come anywhere. That is definitely something I learned last year, picked up on, is like, you can keep calling at them, they'll keep gobbling, and they just stand there and gobble and strut, gobble and strut, gobble and strut, and then you shut up, and then it's like, wait, oh, I better get over there, and yeah. they'll start slipping in. But we met two great guys today. Oh, man. Sean and Mark um, brought us duck brats and pepper sticks and a six pack of their favorite local beer what was that called 530 530 yeah never had it yeah it's good stuff anyways and they've hunted this since it kind of well i think mark said since he was whoa what the heck was that is that lightning or lightning or a transformer that yeah transformer. that was bright yeah it had to be a transformer i was blinking when um, that happened. i kind of missed it. anyways he's hunted this since there was like when he said he was eight years old, there yep. was no turkeys. And like to see just uh, even turkey track or anything was a big deal. And they kind of keyed us in that like they kill a lot of birds. They come in totally silent. Mm -hmm. 
and they'll they'll hang out in those areas they're moving through they'll call every 15 minutes you know that midday deal so it's Find tough shade it's yeah, tough no to kidding. build that patience you know the confidence for one in a new spot and two you know it's that's <laughs> some time at the tree stem mm -hmm. you know we also and, learned to really just check your surroundings when we sit down because <laughs> we uh definitely oh. sat down in anthill today. dear lord <laughs> I'm still pulling ants out of every orifice that I have. <laughs> that was Within so bad. Within 30 seconds of sitting down, Trent looks over and he goes, I think we're sitting on an anthill. And I looked at the tree and it's literally moving. And I'm going, yeah, we're moving now, right now. I thank you so much. But at the same time, the second setup wasn't that, wasn't, it was better. Not get, Don't get me wrong, but at the same time I had, I bet, I don't know how many hundred. Tyler filmed it. Probably like 500 ants on your Oh, they're biting the heck out of me and I'm trying to concentrate. And it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. But it was what it was. You'll have to watch the video. It was rough as far as just the uh, comfortability side of things. But we made it happen. We, uh, Strand called them in right to the decoys. And yeah, we got another one today. So it was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Not a triple beard like I was looking for, but uh, it's okay. It's all right. You know, I mean, it's when you're trophy hunting, it is what it is, right, Strand? Right? Right? We're trophy turkey hunting. I can't wait for one of us to kill a long beard, an yeah. actual long beard, they call him. So we're talking to Mark today. He killed one that was 12. 12 inch. 12 inch beard. You guys are saying that's giant. Giant. We saw some today. Um, they were on private. Again, know exactly where you are because you could be trespassing. So, um, but they were on private and they were thick beards. I mean, they look really like big around, but they didn't look super long. I mean, I they're, don't know. They were pretty good beards. Those were nice birds. Those were dandies. Yeah, they were good birds. Yeah. To kind of paint the picture of what's going on, these birds are. They're gobbling fairly good off the roost, but as soon as they hit the ground, you got 20 minutes to half an hour, and they're with hens, and they pretty well shut up. We, we did a lot of prospecting today and only got really those two birds to go. Well, the one group of Jakes and that one Tom. But we're, when we when we walked around, we were jumping birds well, that's, right. That's the hard part. Right and left. You, you get to these clearings, you get to these you know oak pastures, and you call and sound check them and don't hear anything, so you keep moving, and then 20 yards into the next spot, you bump a turkey. So yeah. that's why it's... As much as it pains me to say it, I think sitting down and cold calling is probably going to be something we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it was it was interesting. Like, yeah. I've been learning a lot just by just, you know, going through and seeing, okay, you can always look back. And, I mean, I, this is the last thing I want to do is, but, you know, directly corrugate this to elk hunting. <laughs> <laughs> you always it. look back at your scenario, right? And you're just like, what could I have done different there? Because uh, I really screwed that up. And anyway, a lot of times today, it seems like the same thing with turkeys, but you have a lot more chances with turkeys. Like in a day you'll have, well, where we're at, mm -hmm. it seems like you'll have, oh man, we screwed that up. Up, oh, well, we screwed that up, you know, whereas elk, it's like, it could be your chance of the year and you just yep. screwed it up yep. and you're like oh man why did i do that why did i definitely lower stakes right you know it's not yes yeah, it's yeah. a lower stakes deal and not to mention like when we've talked about this numerous times today is you know you're walking around and the wind because it, it gets a little bit breezy here it's just slamming the back of your neck right uh, no and i were talking about that yesterday and today it's like Gosh, I just feel like we're hunting this all wrong. It's, <laughs> it's just like weird. wind is right at her back. It's just weird. <laughs> but, I, 
Yeah. And that's the old turkey adage, right? Could you imagine if they could smell? No. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. If, they could, if a turkey could smell, you'd never kill one. <laughs> I think yeah. that was my exact response exactly. to a guy on Instagram today. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did not, you did not go down that road. Did. You went down that road. You uh, went down that road. Oh, man. But we are having a good time. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah. We're, it's a big complaint fest. It's 82 degrees and we're on the river. It's too hot. Yeah. Okay, guys. I just don't want to. I don't no. want it to sound like that at all. No. It, uh, hey, that sunshade came in handy today. Yeah, yeah it did. You guys clutch. had some real, like, an elaborate setup there with the ore. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Cody engineered that. Yeah. That was awesome. Good times. It's 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 been a fun time here in California so far. There's uh, a lot more fun to be had. I think. Day for sure. In, we got a couple more to go. Yeah. No. We're gonna head down the river and and try some new spots, prospect some stuff um, tomorrow, and then um, I don't know when we're getting out of here. I don't know. Cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. We will cross that bridge when we get there. And but we, and we caught a fish today, a real fish. Dude, you did. You caught a dandy trout today. Not, not a bad one. No, not a bad one at all. So uh, yesterday, Noah caught a what was it? Squaw, whitefish, squawfish, Northern pike minnow. Hey Noah, how's pike, that, pike how's that uh, blue fox doing? Squawfish, dude, we're we're tied at one and one. You guys told me my my lure would never work. Strand put it on, caught the fish of the trip. I didn't say oh. never work. <laughs> I just said it, it, it was it was rough. It was no panther martin. That right. being said, that Grand river for two. that river is at the bottom. <laughs> what was he calling that? Oh, this a rainbow river. something. I don't know. What was the name of that trend you named it? What's that? Rainbow, rainbow. Oh, it was a clown lure, some clown kind of lure, crazy thing. After I broke Excalibur. Uh, yeah, there's a been a lot of fish. Excalibur's been around since like 20. It's been a while. Just so you it, know. 20, it was 2013. It's time for a new one. Yeah. How about that? It's time yeah. for a new one. Because guess what? It, we don't have a choice. <laughs> it's time for a new one. Yeah. But no, it's we've been having a blast trying to fish and trying to. Uh, our, our whole goal is striper fishing, but it doesn't sound like we're going to catch. I don't know. We'll see. Pretty the rough. locals say it's pretty pretty slim. Yeah. I'm going to go back down right after we get done with this podcast and try to try to muster one up. But Speaking of that, if you guys are listening and enjoying what we're doing, if you would just leave us a review just there in the iTunes deal or who, however you listen to podcasts, it would be awesome. And then, too, if you share it with a buddy, um, just to kind of help spread the word. We enjoy doing these and uh, want to do more of them. So just help us get the word out on the podcast. It would be phenomenal. And two, you know, comment on what you want to hear. Yeah, for sure. If, you know, yeah. If you want to hear about how good of a turkey hunter I am, just let me know. And <laughs> I could, you know, I could probably do, I don't know. Send an in, in email to info at bornandraisedoutdoors.com. Yeah, I'll do like a two to three hour session on just, you know, how to do it kind of. You know, tips and tactics, strand. The, the correlations of elk hunting to turkey hunting. Easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy. 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 No, honestly, I mean, to be totally honest, I couldn't, like, Cody and Strand, they're such good turkey hunters, and I'm just here for the trip and how I've killed two, uh, two elk. Two, two <laughs> oh! That was rough. That was rough. How I've killed two turkeys, I have no idea. But they both died, so we... we we made a video <laughs> out of it, and uh, anyway, we'd appreciate it if you watched that as well. So, 
Guys, closing comments before getting to sleep and trying to wake up at what time are we waking up? Uh, four o'clock. Four o'clock in the morning? In the a.m. In the a.m. Closing comments? No, you got anything? What's no. your experience been on the first outing with Born and Raised? Uh, yeah, first official outing has been awesome. It's been cool. It's something I think the thing I was most excited about is something I'd never done. Everything we've done so far together has been stuff I've stuff I've done before so it's cool to do it with different people but this one's something I think all of us had never done to this degree most of us had turkey hunted but it's just like floating on a river 82 degrees just weird California doesn't look like anything anything would ever live in but they do so it's been awesome a couple times today I was like this is this is like warb hunting some of the bottoms for deer you know yeah yeah. Like, where would they be bedded? Totally. You know? You think? Oh. Same yeah. kind of deal, you mean? Yeah, some of these thick river bottom stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely with, like, regards to travel corridors. I, I feel yep. like they just they have certain, like, pathways they like to use. I think it's so different because we get so, like, used to reading topography and, you know, how we're going to find animals in correlation to that and water. And then this is just, like, besides the river, there's no water. And then there's just no bumps on the map, and it's just all about timber strands and and pastures. Yeah. What's weird to me is like, you know, we saw those turkeys tonight we were talking about, and then they flew across the river to roost, and then you guys are also saying they're going to fly back across the river tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. and we need to be right here. And I'm just like, what the, what, why? You know, it, it just to me, it's just a foreign a foreign game as far as what they do and why they do it. You know, I, I haven't really correlated this much, just having a bunch of turkeys at the house. They have a program every single day. Yeah. I mean, same tree. They, they literally have roosted in that same tree. And every spring the toms show up, the hens are there all year, and then the toms show up in the spring. And they fly down, and then they go up to my neighbor's place. But it's like they're... I think if they don't get interrupted much, they're definitely, like, gobblers will live in that. And even last year where we were hunting, you know, up at Forest Service BLM ground, it's like, I knew where these two toms were, the the two that came in with Troy and you killed the one behind us. Like, I hunted those birds several times last year and they were always within a three, four hundred yard circle, like, all season long. Okay. Um, So I think there's definitely, you know, historic roost trees, strut zones. I've, I've always thought for turkeys that's part of their defense like they, they get to know their their area that they live in so well that if something looks out of place or you know they have escape routes because turkeys prefer to run and then fly if they can they don't like getting super super thick stuff because that's easy for them to get caught in yeah so i mean they just, i don't know they get a, a travel path they kind of get a, a routine and same place they roost same place they, you know, they land they feel comfortable 100 percent. crazy uh just yeah at the same time, it's like, I think someone said it like, it's it's like, it's not as, uh, man, this is going to sound terrible, I guess, but as far as it's not as like strict as like elk hunting or something like that, it's just fun, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lower it's, pressure. It's yeah. lower pressure. How yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. Lower pressure. So it's just, it's so much fun to just go out, cover ground. It's the springtime. It's nice weather here. And... Um, just a ton spring, of fun. Spring hunting is becoming one of my more favorite things. I mean, yeah. You know, spring yeah. bear, spring turkey, it's a blast. It is. 
It is. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, we should probably hit the hay. Cody uh, mentioned strut zone at one point, and I said I mistaked an elk for a turkey at one point, so I think we should probably hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, guys, you ready for bed? Yep, let's do it. Let's hit the hay. Uh, next podcast, <clears throat> hopefully there'll be a ton more turkeys down, hopefully. So, all right. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.